Hello and welcome to the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast, episode 102. It's been a couple weeks, but we're here with my stepbrother, Travis. I'm Sam, as always. Uh, Travis, how's your last couple weeks been? Eventful, man. It's been eventful. Between vacation with Labor Day and putting an offer on a house, a lot happening. Yeah. It's going to be a potential home buyer here if everything goes goes right huh yeah we shall see we shall see and that's exciting it's been super hot out here like very very hot um it felt hot. beautiful the other day it was like an early fall like low 70s with a slight breeze it's a nice weather yeah it felt like uh hotter than anything we had this summer uh out this way and still is there although we're supposed to get some rain tomorrow it's gonna be hot and raining um yeah man we're, we're weak out here man it's it's uh it's just outside of that comfort zone of 70 degrees and sunny man um but yeah it's been been tough 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 nights uh without the ac my favorite part is uh every day i'm getting a an email or a text message from uh sdg e which is the um like electric and and gas and it's so funny it's just, I don't know. I find it very fun. It's like, okay, do your best to save energy from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And it's it's like your number that gives you the slot based on like 100 houses around you, your number, whatever. You moved up this number. It's like the messaging is pretty much like, hey, use your energy wisely or we'll shut it off for you, you know. <laughs> um, but but everyone needs an electric car. Um that's that's for sure. That doesn't contradict at all. Um, but uh, anywho, guess what today is, Travis? We got football. Should be a good we one football. too. Um, yeah, we'll we'll dive right into this. this is, we're recording this on Thursday before the Buffalo Bills uh, on their way to SoFi Stadium play the LA Rams. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. We did have a uh, college football start up last week. Um, did you check out any of that? I know you're not a huge uh, college football guy, but did you watch? Did you end up watching any? I kept up with some of the scores. We're up at um, my wife's lake house where there's no cable or anything, so we didn't really watch much TV, if any at all, and uh, no sports. Um, but I did obviously check scores sporadically, especially because uh, my mother-in-law is a big college football fan as well. So um, Georgia did not – I thought that'd be somewhat of a competitive game. That was – I mean <laughs> – Fucking murdered them. It's either, it's either just. I mean that that game either shows you one of two things: is that Georgia is easily going to be at the end of, end of the year going to be top two team, or um, that the West just has not figured it out, and uh, all hopes of having a team out of what is it the pack, whatever that. What's the pack? Is it the ten or the twelve? I think getting out this way. Um, just have no hope because I think Utah even lost. They did to Florida, and so I guess USC only... is their only hope. <laughs> no, and you know, put that pressure on a team that's you know in first year, stage one of getting the people that Lincoln Lincoln uh, Riley wants in uh, those U USC Trojan colors. But um, yeah, I it wasn't even close. It was a bore fest, man. I, was that the game where there was a dude in the um the stands asleep i think it was awesome. um 
I mean, that's saying something. They love their football in Georgia. And you spend all year or all offseason excited to go to the game. And if you're put put to sleep uh, in a good way, that's that's uh, that's quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, that was not much of a game. I, did you watch any of the Ohio State? Um, Again, I mean, I didn't watch anything. I mean, I kept up with the highlights. Yeah. Uh, I followed along on, on, you know, apps, but no. You know, it was, this is the only thing I could take away. I, I watched some games. Hey, roll tide, big Alabama guy here. But uh, from what I could take, I know Alabama wasn't playing anyone um, that was going to really test him out at the end, but it's pretty clear to me that they're still the upper echelon. It's just Georgia, Alabama, and then everybody else. Um, and so we'll see. I mean, I know yeah, Alabama takes on Texas. Clemson for and Clemson didn't look good, dude. That game, yeah, I'm man, smoking them. But like they were, that was an atrocious game. But I'm I'm watching that game. I'm like, Clemson's not as good as any of these guys. Like, oh, yeah. Lele, whatever his name is, he's not really good. Should be good, but not really good. No, wasn't he like a huge NIL, a huge NIL, like NIL and all of that stuff? You're so supposed gotta... to be like they got Trevor Lawrence, and then now you're going right uh, to this guy. Nothing. Um, yeah, they, uh, they – I mean, it's, it's just it's just crazy. There's a big drop-off. But what we did see, and I, I really wanted to bring up college football, is because since we last talked, um, it seems like they're trying to accelerate. And they, they've agreed, but it looks like they're trying to also maybe do their part in accelerating an expanded college football playoff. Um Maybe I've seen the date of potentially even a 2024 trying to crank it up. I know TV deals and things like that had to do with the 2026 season. Um, man, I'm on both sides. After I'm watching like a – you know, yes, you want to see more parity. You want to see more teams and like it, it, it's easy to get into this thing of like, okay, yeah, you can open it up to four teams and then you hope that you know, you hope that these teams are a good matchup and it gives you what you, you know, and opening up the playoffs, you're going to see which teams really do stack up with each other. But at the same time, it's like, if you got two teams that are by far the best team and just smacking everyone down, um, is that actually good for college football? Um, and another question I'll ask you too, is I know in the, in the, the, the state of college football now with the bowl set up, you know, basically, if the team's not in the final four semis and national championship game, a lot of these guys are going, taking the bowl game off and getting ready for the draft. Now, opening this up, does that, do you think that entices or do you actually think that takes away from players wanting to continue to, to, to push? I, I don't know. Um, I think I you'll see some players, like, let's take Micah Parsons, for example. What the hell did he have to gain playing in a bowl game? You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Let's take Stroud and Bryce Young. Let's say they're both in that final four. They're playing. Even if they're a one-two, respectively, probably draft picks, they ain't sitting, right? Um, mm. You know, I, I think given a quarterback, you'll probably see someone like that play. But I could see some defensive players who, like, you know, they have no real what, – what can they do that's going to make them stand out any further? Um, and I think it may also de- – I mean, obviously, it's person-dependent, and it's also team-dependent. Like, does that team really have a chance, or are they just – you know, a Notre Dame who every year when they do get there, just get their shit kicked in. Um, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of, did you watch the um, – I, I, so I watched the uh, untold Tim Donahue 
Um, one, I watched that one. Yeah, I actually, can do, I, I forgot that's on there. I, I thought it was really interesting because he was he was obviously participating in it. So I wanted to, I wanted to watch that. I did watch the Mont the Monte Teo um, one. It is. I mean, it's it's interesting. I. I I saw it in a way like, like, hey, you and I remember a time before there was such thing as catfish. So, like, you can understand that, <laughs> that yeah. like, I mean, we were very much in that same age frame. We were coming up, you know what I mean, as far as when all of that was taking place. And we know what the landscape of social media and Facebook and MySpace, like, that That was fresh. Just very interesting um, how that all went up. But. I remember how bad they got spanked when they went to the, and so watching that over again, I'm like, yeah, they, that, that score was terrible. So, um, man, college football, man, it's such, there's so, so lopsided wins and stuff like that. Um, one thing I do hope that before we, now I do want to get an NFL cause I'm really excited about tonight and this weekend. Um, I do have some hope, not just because I'm like, hey, I like Bama, but I'm really kind of hoping that Anderson can make a real run at Heisman. It'd be cool to see a defensive player take it. He'll probably be the top. I mean, he'll probably be – I guess it all depends. Like, if the Jets get the top overall draft pick, you have to think it's probably Will Anderson. Like, they're not taking another quarterback. Unless Zach Wilson just absolutely is a fucking train wreck when he comes back. But I He's out three weeks at least. I, I I honestly even then I don't think they're draft quarterback just purely on the fact that like talk about a terrible like move two years later just drafting another quarterback after taking him what two overall. Um, before we move on to the NFL, do you think Texas has a punching chance of making it competitive? Not winning, but making it competitive because I don't think they win. This is what I was gonna actually. I met. I was about to bring this up, and I think you brought up a, another point I want to go off of. Um, I know that Alabama has a couple tester games, and this is one of them. I know Texas, I don't believe they're ranked um, as of yet. Um, Probably not. Are they in Texas? I don't think it really matters when you're Alabama, but I me, mean, obviously, gives them more. No, I'm just oh. saying, you, you. I was to answer your question of if they're going to be like competitive, like, again, I, I think you asked the right way. Not that they will beat them, but can they make it a competitive battle? It is. If it's Texas. not, if it's in Texas, I mean they'll have a. Like, here's here's the only shot they have to make it competitive is that it's week two. Alabama, you know, every team is young in the season and they're still figuring things out. Um, but if I had to go based off of just the talent level across the board, and it just looks like. Alabama from last year. That's is the last time a... they played the national championship game. I think it is. I think it was when Colt McCoy was there. Oh, and they got smacked. They, yeah, they lost by two touchdowns. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't see them getting absolutely like blown out, like to the point where it's. You know, you remember in hockey when you're blowing out people and you had a pass rule, like before yeah, you could yeah. even shoot the puck. That's what I felt like when I was watching Bama play this past weekend. It's like you could tell that they wanted to get Bryce some stats, but you also could tell that 
like Saban and the coaches are like, dude, we don't want to have to take you out in the first quarter. So like, let's, let's make some <laughs> runs here. Um, so I don't think that'll be the case. I think you'll see like a full game. I still think at the end of the day, um, they're going to win pretty convincingly. So I'm going to give it at least 14 points, at least. The one team I'm curious to see all year really is, uh, is Texas A&M. Especially yes. Like, like they, I think they can make some noise. Well, they did last year. Yeah. And they what had was a that game? fucking terrific recruiting class. Yeah. It would be very, very interesting. Um, that'll be a huge test for Alabama. And, and when is that, when does that game take place? And I believe that one's at Bama since it was at A&M last year. Um, there you go. Uh, October 8th. At Alabama. I, I just can't – I can't stress enough. Like, I mean, you got the Heisman winner, right, in their first year. You – there's, like, this crazy development that happens where the game does start to slow down the more that you're you're playing. And, I mean, I'm, I'm someone who can only talk about from a D3 level in baseball, but I imagine it's very similar for most people. It's like – you come in your freshman year, you're like, holy shit, this is crazy. Hey, you might perform, but, like, things are quick. Things are fast. You're trying to learn on the move. Um, and then you come that next season, and you're like, oh, a little more comfortable. Not that you don't have to earn it out there, but, like, the game slows down a little bit. And by the time you're three, four, four years, if some of these guys even last that long, um, in the system, the game is just like, all right, this is mine. You know, that's why you see a lot of these older guys just – being so good um, by the time they're ready for their last, you know, season in, in college football. It's scary to think that if Bryce Young is like, okay, his reads are better. His the, the defense looks a little bit slower. Like, I, I don't know. It'll be crazy. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if Texas has a chance, but I'm excited to watch that game. I'll watch it for first quarter at least. And right? it's at noon, right? So it's like 9 a.m. for you. You can have 9 a.m. I'm, I'm gonna have to hurry up to like that. a prime time at eight o'clock. There's a triathlon happening outside of my house. That's my, I got the street where all the bikers go. Last time it happened, there were some bikers cruising, and you have to take a pretty sharp left turn. And a couple of these, you could just hear it. I'm having my morning cup of coffee, watching whatever was on TV. I think it was uh, the F1 race, and then you just hear the bike. You're like, "Oh, that guy's about to eat it." You go out there. Sure enough, there's this guy who's just bikes mangled. Uh, so. Yeah, that's going to be happening. So I'll be going to, I'm going to be hunkered down, um, watching some football there. So yeah, 9 a.m. Um, some tennis on this weekend. That'll be exciting. But most important, let's, let's, let's intro now. That we got football happening tonight. We got the first game. It's a very interesting matchup. I can't remember the last time. I know that they try to put up a matchup, a marquee matchup to start the season, but I'm pretty hyped for this one. Uh, one, because there's a, the division favorite as far as being a Patriots fan uh, in the Buffalo Bills. You could argue that conference favorite. Maybe even a league-wide favorite at this point. There's a lot of pressure. Um, there's a lot of expectation on uh, Josh Allen to take that next step, which is scary to think that there's another step. Um, and it seems like they got some peop- – they gathered some more pieces this- on the offense and defensive Your side to-, to make that uh, a possibility. Of course, hey, it all has to- – to play out that way for what 18 weeks, you know, including the bye week there. But um hey, this is the start. 
And uh, there's got to be – yeah, you know, I love it. When it's the beginning of the season, you're not going to see the team that you're going to see by the end of the year. You're seeing some teams that are a little bit hyped, a little anxious, especially for the team that's starting off. So that's that. But then you got the defending champions. Don't forget about them. Don't sleep on them. L.A. Rams. Um, I know there's been a little – Actually, they've been kind of quiet. They've got some stuff going there. They get they seem to have a pretty good running that uh, young running back that I haven't talked much about. Uh, what's his name? Cam Akers. Uh, I thought there was another guy. No, the Rams rookie, rookie. Yeah, Rams or the Bills. Rams. There could be a rookie, but I know Cam Akers is. He didn't play last year. For those, he tore his Achilles, yeah. then he came back. Ah, uh, that's right. So that's he really right. didn't play a whole lot last year. Um, yeah, um, but yeah. Somehow you tear your Achilles and come back for the playoffs. I, don't know, how you I know that. I know that Matt Stafford is dealing. You know, we finding out he's had a surgery. Surgery in the off season. Um, he said he's good. He said he's good. So hey, we're gonna find out. And I'm seeing everyone pick the Bills right now. Almost everyone I've been watching on TV picking the Bills. The only time someone picked it, the Rams was because everyone else was picking the Bills. Um, I think the Rams are going to take it. I think so. I, I, I don't. You can't disrespect a team that. I know. Yeah, they lost Von Miller. I mean, well, okay. Like that's, that's kind of. I'm curious to see how Allen Robinson does because he's he is so underrated, and now you actually have a real quarterback that can throw a football. Um, I think he'll have a big year. Yeah, it's uh, I'm ex- Yeah, I'm excited to to. Uh, to take it in, but then we got this weekend, right? We got the uh, the Patriots lining up with Miami. Hey, in the past, what twenty years of our life with Brady, and when you're the favorite of the NFL or the at least our division um, every year, for whatever reason, you just can't beat Miami, um, in especially Miami. in Miami, especially in Miami. Uh, so what I'm hoping is now that we're not the favorites for the first time in a long time um, and all the pressure, maybe that's like, maybe we see something completely different. Maybe we see them play spectacular. Uh, I know there's been a lot of uh, this off season. I've never, I don't think I've witnessed something so weird with trying out different offensive coordinators um, being super unsure and I really don't know what to expect. I want you to kind of talk me into, hey, we're about to see something cool. We're about to see Mac Jones take that next step. Maybe he's just taking over the offense and having a lot of trust from um, the coaching staff to do so. Um, like, what what are we going to see here? What do you think? I honestly don't know. It, which actually makes it kind of like, let's be honest, preseason looked absolute hot garbage. Um it's preseason. Hard to really get a whole rate. It's definitely a mess, and it's still unclear who's calling plays. I think it's Patricia, but it's not really defined. Um, obviously, reports are that Max Jones is going to kind of have a big, you know, role in the offense. That he's going to do what he has to do with the play at the line of scrimmage. I feel like you probably hear a lot of Omaha's, um, which again, I will be curious to see how it plays out as the year goes on. I mean, I think really you got to win these first two games because then you got Green Bay and then. Um, you play after Green Bay. You play, you play someone else's tough team. Baltimore, right? I think you play Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Which, again, you, you don't really know who they are necessarily. You know, Green Bay has some question marks in the receiving corps, and, you know, Baltimore is always Baltimore. But 
you got to win these first two, I think, to really give yourself a chance of going potentially two and two out the gate and then kind of reset as your schedule softens a little bit. Um, but it's like, it, I don't think there's ever been more uncertainty in terms of like, even last year, you at least, you knew you had Josh McDaniels, you knew Mac Jones could run a pro style offense. All the reports were that he's, you know, picked up the offense really quick and look at the year he had this year. I mean, he looks like he's pissed half the time, but what's happening. Um, so I mean, I really now the question, like you were just saying the question of, Hey, we knew he could run an offense, right? Now the question is, can he lead an offense in his second year? That's what it is, really. I mean, not even leading the offense. Well, it's leading the offense, but it's also, like, controlling the entire offense. You know, last year, I mean, I'm sure he had some input, but Josh obviously controlled the game, you know, managed play calling. Um, he's done it for fucking ever. This year, there's just so much uncertainty that I sometimes it does feel like Mac Jones probably has more knowledge than these guys. He won't outwardly say that. Um He's really said all the right things in terms of like, you know, just trying to get better. Even they asked him what, um, yesterday, like, you know, is it important to have a hot start? He's like, you know, it's important to get out there and compete, you know, leave it on the field. It's, you know, results are what they are and you kind of move forward from there and grow from it. Okay. That doesn't like, yeah, it's kind of important to get the win, man. It's, it's important to get the win. Um, so not to mention on the flip side, you really don't know what Miami is with Mike McDaniel. Um, who knows what he brings in there with, with Waddle and Tua or uh, with uh, Tyreek. I'm assuming Waddle's playing. There's been some reports maybe he doesn't, but I think he will. Because, um, again, there's a lot of uncertainty there as how they're going to run their offense. And, you know, backs will probably come in the backfield for receptions. A lot of yak plays, a lot of short passes with those guys just getting the ball in space. Um, I think putting pressure on Tua is going to be a big big deal for the defense between Judon and UJ and Anthony Jennings and Farmer in the interior. Like you got to get some pressure in his face because I don't think he's that poised as it stands. No, I mean, it's, Hey, we're soon to find out here. It's coming whether we want to, whether we're ready or not. Uh, I do want to go around. Can we come up with some hot takes maybe like anything that you've kind of been keeping your eye on kind of seeing the pulse. It can be anywhere in the league. I, I can start with one of the ones I was thinking about, I think Tom Brady's pissed right now, just secretly ready to set a blaze to uh, the Cowboys this first game, because not all like he's but always shown that he's someone that's bulletin board material, anything that's said about him, he's writing it down. Now they're, whether it's true or not, you brought Giselle's name into speculation of, potentially leaving the guy you went there you went personal and again whether it was or wasn't the reason i think tom brady is taking that extremely extremely personal and to the point where if you're questioning his commitment to the game that may have been the reason that put him in a position like like i just think we're about to see some another gear that none of us would ever seem was possible for Tom Brady. Well, I mean, the big thing with that is their offensive line is so banged up. So that's a big question mark for Tampa. I mean, Tom Brady's still Tom Brady. And, I mean, they lost Rob Gronkowski, but, I mean, he's 34-year-old Ron Gronkowski. He's still got plenty of freaking weapons. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be a fun game, Dallas-Tampa. I'm curious. There's, like, a few games that I'm curious to see. I want to see how Trey Lance does in that first game against Chicago. 
Um, I want to see how Russell Wilson in Denver looks. Obviously, they're playing Seattle, and uh, I mean, I don't think Seattle's going to be really any good this year. But curious to see what that looks like with Russell Wilson. Um, so I do think Denver has a good chance. Raiders, Chargers, that's another big one, especially in that division. I mean, every win matters in that division this year because uh, really any team, I think, can realistically win that division. And then Chiefs-Cardinals is another big one. That's a, that, that should be a, a good game. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I think Hard Knocks is the first year they're going to be covering in-season, um, at least for a little bit, maybe the first four games or so with uh, the Cardinals. you see that? I did not. Yeah, so they're rolling in from the, 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 the Lions off-season like they always do. And now the Cardinals, um, they're covering them. Um, I, I want to say at least through the first month. I could be wrong. I don't think they're going much. Um, another hot take I'll go out there. It has to do with quarterbacks again. I think Lamar, jo- Lamar uh, Jackson is going to be stellar. Think so? I think he's going to earn his contract. I'm always somebody who cheers for guys. Maybe that's my biases. Like, as a Yankee fan, I, I am so – it's so cool. Not the losing every fucking game in the past two months, but the fact that Aaron Judge just keeps hitting home runs. And I'm like, dude, he bet on himself and he won. They're going to pay him such a stupid amount of money. That's going to probably piss me off in three years' time. But for right now, pay him his damn money. Because he is on track to get the uh, American League home run. That's what I hope for Lamar Jackson. Like, what do you have now? Fifty-five. 55. He had one last night. Yeah. Um, but what, this is what I will say to Lamar: like that, I I have to feel for the Ravens. Is like if the two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed uh, is the number that Lamar is using as his, like, key thing that Deshaun Watson got, like, the Browns just really messed that market up. Like, the the Browns did some, something so stupid, in my opinion, um, that it's – as a, from the Ra- Ravens' perspective, from, like, management and stuff, like, I, I kind of feel for them as well. Because, like, while I'm always rooting for, you know, a player to bet on themselves and get it, it's like I also kind of understand that it's like, hey, listen, Lamar, like, that contract shouldn't even exist. Um, it does. So I get that. Hey, you want to go get your guaranteed money? Go get it, Lamar. But uh, I just, I'm just so tired of hearing. I, I, I never loved hearing the, oh, going to get hurt, going to get hurt, going to get hurt. It's like, dude, the guy's been playing this way his entire career. And I know it's one hit can change that. But, like, he knows how to play the way that he's playing. Um but anyways, I uh, that's a hot take. I think he's gonna he's gonna set it on fire this year. I doubt it. Um, I mean, again, curious to see how that looks for the Ravens. Uh, 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 anything else you can think of? Any other storylines? How long is Trubisky a quarterback QB one? I'll give it eight games. Okay. Halfway, like halfway mark. Um, yeah, it's more than most people would give them. So good for you, man. Good for you sticking your gun. I mean, I just don't think uh, they're going to rush pick it in there. I mean, I it's know, not like they're winning anything this year. But at the same time, I, maybe, I, I think at some point there may be a point where if he's playing this poorly, it's like, what the fuck you got to lose? There'll be a lot of uh, demarcation for the Steelers where clearly they're, they're out of it. Might as well get yeah. ready, give them a shot. Sure. 
Um, hey, we're excited. Hope you guys are too. Um, I'm excited that we'll have something to, to, to just pick apart, talk about, um, at least for the next four or five months here. Um, let's go. So here's, here's a news, uh, news update on the NHL. There is no news. So we're going to continue not to talk about them until the first puck, puck drops. And even then you're like, Oh, they played last night. And, uh, <laughs> no. and then we got baseball that is finally coming into the home stretch here. The last month, the last sort of push, um, not that we're going to break it down incredibly, but we do have some good race. We have some good racing going on. We got some on the AL and the NL. We got some teams that, you know, I'm not sure what's in the water up there in New York, but both teams sort of like collapsing here. I mean, uh, the Mets are maybe more so than the Yankees. And maybe that's just me saying, maybe they're both doing it just as much, but I will tell you what, I'm actually impressed with what the Yankees are doing. Not only did they start off like, the most successful Yankees team in the first half, like ever. Then they flipped it around and became the worst in baseball. All in one year, Judge is the only person putting in runs. It blows my mind. It's the same people. I get that you got some guys going the IL here and there, but I'm actually impressed that they were able to do that, that they built that huge padded lead. And so now they're maybe they're figuring it out. I don't know. I'm just going to watch and, and enjoy Whatever the hell happens. Uh, but, yeah, we got some races. Um, Padres out here just barely hanging on, but um, just some fun baseball. Here's one thing. If you are if you are a baseball fan, um, I feel like it's just a team that no one really focuses all that much. St. Louis, Goldschmidt is doing some incredible things. Yeah, I feel like um, good. He might win a triple crown if he puts it together this month. Like, that's an insane thing to – to think about um i think schwarber the last time i checked was the only one that was above him in home runs and everything else he was doing but st louis has a fun team i mean albert pujols he he can't stop until he gets 700 like he needs to be the first player that's just like hey if i got seven let's say i got 698 this year just say hey listen i had all intention of retiring but i'm going to hit 700 and then the day and i then hit I'm is the day that I'm done. I think that would be awesome. I don't think I've ever seen that ever happen for someone. Because why else are, are you still playing right now? I know, yes, yes, you love the game. But you've done everything you need to do. Like, yeah. why else are you still playing? Is to get to 700. Like, that's and clear as day. And they're paying them money. Oh, that's true. So, I'm just thinking, like, I don't know, make an agreement. Like, I hope he gets 700 this year and just guy kind of goes out. You know, it's sort of, what have you done for me lately? You can remember... Because there's nothing more sad when a player just is forced out of the league, right? When they're so bad. Um, I thought there were moments, at least in his Angels career, which was a very long time, um, that he was just a liability to the team. And then all of a sudden, he just got, went back to St. Louis. Maybe that's what he did wrong. He should have stayed in St. Louis. But, um, yeah, And then the only other thing I'll mention is – I have kind of two takes to this. So I, I mentioned Aaron Judge, but Otani, right? I don't know. And I know I know everyone's like, oh, Aaron Judge is doing incredible things, but don't get it twisted. Otani absolutely is the most 
you know, we'll never see this again. He's the MVP, which I agree with. I think what he's doing is phenomenal. But if anything that helps judge, yes, he keeps hitting home runs. It's going to help him. Yes, he hits over 300 for a power hitter. That's crazy. Um, you've truly seen the last two weeks as a Yankee fan and as just watching baseball, he truly is the best, like the most valuable player to a team right now. To a team that is barely hanging on, he single-handedly scored and won every run, or scored every run, was part of it, and got them through that Tampa Bay series somehow. Um, I still don't understand how he signed the Angels. Like, why? Like, if he wanted to be in a West Coast Otani. team, but you could have chosen any other team. Like, you got to, like, you got to think – Someone did research, like, they suck, by the way. Like, they're I, bad. I, I, I'm I, trying to figure this out, too. Like, why they – like, Anaheim's a beautiful spot. I mean, they're just north of here. It's it's a cool spot. It's, you know, it's a friendly city to, to go there. Um, I get that you don't go to the Mariners because each row, that's kind of his domain, like, as that. But come to – Dude, you should have gone to freaking San Diego, man. It's beautiful here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, they are – Trout, when he – it's so sad that he's been hurt just consistently. It seems like that's sort of going to be the trend of it. He's played so hard that – but the guy hit four – he's a, I think he's on a four-home run streak right now for, per game, like four games in a row. He's hit a home run, and he's at 30, like four or something like that. And he's missed half the season, and that's a shame too. But um, yeah, man, I I think I saw that there was potential. Was that the team that I saw that there might be some potential of selling? Um, who did I see that? Was that the team that I was thinking there there was a major league team that the owner was potentially seeking out? I don't know. I don't know. I'm creating creating false narratives here. Sorry, uh, fake news, fake news, reverse. Um, anyways, anything else you want to say? I know the Red Sox. I'm just I'm not even rooting for them. I'm just like, come on, guys, at least steal one game from like the Blue Jays, the O's, or the fucking Tampa Bay Rays. I prefer they lose every single game from here now. Yeah, it's uh, it just sucks. They're in such a competitive division right now, and, and they're bad. Yeah, not, not very good. Um, all right, let's let's wrap this up here because we got football coming up here real quick. We got things to do. We got houses to get inspected. All that good stuff. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about entertainment, movie shows, music, books, anything that is going on. Uh, I'm sure you've been pretty busy, but is there anything that's captured your attention worth noting? House of Dragon has been good. I don't know if you watched yes. it. It's been very good. Um, it's only 10 episodes. It's been, what, three? So I got seven more. Three, yeah. Um, hasn't done the time jump yet. It kind of, obviously, time jump last episode, but it, eventually the time jump even more when, like, Rhaenyra gets replaced by an older actress. I don't know what's going to be, like, five, do you think? I don't know. Maybe 10? I, I don't know. Um, I'll probably read into how far. It, I'm assuming they kind of, 10 years later. Like, I'm assuming they tell you this. You know, I'm just, like, led to figure out, ah, oh, maybe it's five. I don't know. Maybe it's ten. I can't tell. Um, I think you'll probably know by how old the damn kid is that's in her belly right now. Um, so there's that. And then uh, Ring of Power, which, again, it's a, that's a Lord of the Rings thing. So I doubt you're interested in that. But 
Um, no, I'm not watching that. That was a good one. And then finally watched Top Gun Maverick. Oh, okay. Great film. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, I can see why everyone was like, this was an amazing sequel. Lived up to the hype. Because um, most sequels suck for the most part. They do. Um, especially ones that are 30 years in the making. Um, but it was really good. Really good. Otherwise, I don't think, I mean, there hasn't been much else that's like stood out. How about you? House of Dragons, that was the one. Um, I think, remember the Games of Thrones, they had the coffee cup situation? Yeah. I, uh, I saw a news story that came on there because my, my electronics know exactly what I watch and talk about and all that stuff. So um, it came up with a news story. Like sometimes when you go on Google, the homepage, and you yeah. like, bring something up, it said, oh, something like the coffee cup. So I read about it. I guess you know how the uh, – Again, I'm I am so bad with the names. I follow these things. Like I know what's going on. I'm just so terrible with the names. It's like one of those things I don't pay attention to. Um, you know how his fingers are doing that thing? He's slowly it's basically yeah. been foretelling, you know, that the guy's gonna die at some point. Um spoiler alert. Uh I guess he's wearing I guess he's supposedly lost a couple fingers and so he's wearing like a green screen screen thing, but they didn't actually get rid of it and so there's like a moment where you saw the green screen glove on him um again did not take away from my viewing experience um but yeah that's been fun man i i gotta tell you like i think each episode's gotten better i've enjoyed it the third one better than the second one and first one was i wasn't even you know wasn't gonna judge anything off of that um you know what i did see this morning was a uh this is curious to me because I, I thought it did really well considering the time it was in theaters, but like uh, Knives Out, remember that shit, that one? Yeah. Netflix is doing its sequel. Um, I did see sequel. that. Now, I, that's interesting to me. Um, I, I, I guess there's, there's probably more to know about like who owned the rights and um, that behind the scenes stuff, but they must have just broke the bank with Netflix to get the rights to that. So um, I think that said it was coming out the holiday season sometime. So that's coming out. Um, I haven't really watched anything. I'll be honest. I, I did make it through uh, in like four screenings, little bite size of the Elvis thing. Uh, the Elvis movie. You watched like the first hour and like, wow, this is like two hours. Left it's, it's, it's almost like the closest you can feel like you're on some type of drug without being on drug yeah it was just like there's a moment where i was watching the movie and i'm like hey because i you know what i guess the movie when it you're supposed to be sucked into a movie that you really love right and it's not that i didn't think this was a good movie like you just but it was going so fast like the that i actually started to to sit back and be like oh, I wonder how long the longest scene that I'm going to watch. And so I started like counting how long each like piece was. And it was hard to find anything longer than like 10 seconds, man. It was crazy how fast it was. But I guess, um, but, you know, I forget the dude's name that played Elvis, but his uh, his, his buy-in was uh, 100%. He was, his intensity for that role, man, holy crap. Um, I think he still talks like them, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it does. His voice is like completely <laughs> changed. Like, dude, you 
you know, you didn't ever talk like this before. You're Australian. Um, I didn't really watch it. Cobra Kai, I think, comes out tomorrow. Am I wrong? I don't know. I know you watched are you it. Not I a Cobra Kai? Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow, so I'll be watching that. But yeah, just House of Dragons right now. Um, that'll be good. All right, man. Um, unless you got anything else coming up, um, look forward to. Uh, let's uh, call this episode a close and get ourselves ready for some football and then get ready to talk about that football next week or so. Um, does that sound like a plan? Like a plan to me. All right. Well, episode 102, Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast, coming to an end. Thank you for listening along, and we'll talk to you soon.